Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. It's going to be the kicking out of eclipse season, saying goodbye to eclipse season. Now that doesn't mean that we're not going to still be getting messages and sort of taking action on the things that we learned in eclipse season, but it does mean that the intensity is going to start to wind down and really it already has been starting to wind down. So, um, you know, with this eclipse season, it was sort of amplified or not sort of it was amplified by mercury being retrograde and mercury was retrograde for a period of time in leo but mostly in in cancer and mercury is going to station direct on wednesday evening after or wednesday night after the new moon so that basically means that it will appear to us on Earth that Mercury has stood still and starting to turn around and go the other direction, meaning going forward. Now, obviously, that's not happening, but that's what it appears to us on from, from our perspective on planet Earth. So with that said, um, this is going to be a really, really nice, uh, clean ending to this eclipse season, and we're going to start to get a lot more clarity as we go forward, which is really exciting. And many of you are already telling me that you've released a lot of things, you've made space in your life, um, you've had the tough conversations, um, the stuff has been already starting, wrap, starting to wrap up. You're already starting to feel a little bit free of whatever was weighing you down. So it was. Not, it won't be surprising to me if that energy continues and the momentum starts to pick up as we hit Wednesday. So last week we talked about um, the yod in the sky, which is the finger of God. And when the finger of God points at something, it basically means that it's faded, that there is something about it that's faded, that something around that period of time, the decisions you make have a long-lasting impact on your destiny. And so right now the finger of God is pointing at Mars and Mars is in Leo. And that is interesting because Mars is the action taker and we've had a lot of reflective energy this whole summer. And now we're moving into this more action taking energy of Mars being in Leo. The sun is in Leo. We're going to have a new moon in Leo, which means the moon will be in Leo. The moon and the, the moon and the sun come together. That's what makes a new moon when they're in the exact same spot in the sky. Um, and we'll also have Venus, we have Venus and Leo now. So there's a lot of Leo energy in the sky, which is very different than Cancer energy. So in, you know, the horoscope, the Zodiac is, has its own wisdom, right? So it's predated, it goes way, way back. And there's a, it was, it's a, it, it makes sense in the sense that Cancer, very different than Leo. Um, Virgo, very different than Leo. And so the signs that... Uh, bookends each sign, the signs that it's next to, are going to be very different. So we've had this very introspective, reflective period of cancer, and now we're in this very fun, exuberant, outgoing time of Leo. So Leos love to be on the stage. They love to shine. We talked last week about really taking action and owning where you want to shine, what stage you want to shine on in your life. This is a great time to start doing that. If you haven't already, if you didn't get that information last week, I'm giving it to you again. Step out onto the 
stage if you're choosing and allow your light to shine. And there is um, a wonderful saying, and I believe it's, I don't, I think believe it's from A Course in Miracles, or maybe it's from Marianne Williamson, who's running for president, and the debate is going to be this week, so that'll be interesting. Leo shining on stage. We're, gonna, we're definitely going to see some people shining on the debate stage this week. But I think it's Marianne Williamson, or if it's A Course in Miracles, I'm not sure. But this idea that when you shine, you allow other people to shine. So it's not that I'm shining and therefore your light is dimmed. I'm shining, therefore you can shine as well. And we all shine a little bit brighter. So Leo season is really about that. Leos teach us to be brave, be courageous, and step into ourselves and allow ourselves to um, stand up tall, be seen, and be confident. You know, they're, they're the lion, of course, the king of the jungle. So the sun loves being here because this is the, the sign that the sun rules. It's the only sign that the sun rules. So when the sun is in Leo, it really is a time to get out there and be seen. Now, Leo does love to party, and Leo loves to play. Leo is the sign of children. So you may not be interested in working that hard right now. That's okay. I was actually thinking as I was walking to the pool the other day, I was thinking to myself, next year I really think I want to take Leo season off because it is a time that you want to be out in the world, but you don't necessarily want to be working hard. You want to be doing stuff that's fun. Um, so if you're really feeling like you want to take a few days off and go to the beach and be with friends and go to parties, and be out in the world in a way that has nothing to do with hard work, then I don't blame you and you should follow that if you can, if you have the days to take off. So I was thinking about that the other day. And the other thing about Leo is that it's a fixed sign. So like Scorpio, like Aquarius, like Taurus, it likes to be consistent. It has a consistency to it. It has a strong will and determination. It has um, staying power. The fixed signs have staying power. They teach us to have consistency in whatever we choose to do. It's interesting because Mars is in Leo right now. And when Mars was in Taurus, I had personally decided to um, really commit to a new habit for the year that I wanted. Mars is in Taurus early in the year, and I was really trying to make sure that I got to the pool and swim my laps three days a week. And I started that habit during Mars and Taurus because I thought to myself, this is a time that I can start a habit and get some consistency with it. And it's really interesting because I've maintained that habit, and now we have Mars in the next fixed sign of Leo. And Mars in Leo is also interested in consistency. Um, it has it has different, apologies for that, it has different um, energy than Taurus, but it also has that consistent flavor. So if you can um, check in with what your habits are, check in with what you do consistently. Is it what you want to be giving your energy to consistently? That's something to consider with, with Mars and Leo. So we have the yacht in the sky, the finger of God pointing at Mars, and it is involving Neptune, which is your dreams, your intuition. Um, it's also illusions and deception, but hopefully we're, we're leaning toward dreams and intuition right now. And it is um, Saturn and the south node. So what you have released, what you the hard work you've done to prepare for this time, the hard work and your intuition are working together 
to point you to where you need to take action in your life, and that is Leo. So where is Leo in your chart? If you've had a chart reading before, you might know. You can look at your birth chart and see where Leo is and see what house that is. And that's where you might want to be taking action right now. If you're not sure, um, you can always get look up your chart for free online. You can always get a chart reading with me. Go to veronicapretty.com slash astrology, and you can uh, book an appointment there. I will be taking um, readings later in August, after August 8th, so make sure you book now to get in in August before Labor Day. Um, so you know, look at where you want to be taking action. And that might be a good thing to be setting your intention around for this new moon, which is coming up on Wednesday. All right. So last week I thought it was going to feel really light and fun and action taking and exciting because of all of the fire and we had a grand trine and fire and it was all the fire and I'm a fiery person. So I love all the fire, right? Interestingly enough, I did not feel that way. I felt like I had an eclipse hangover. And so the eclipse hangover is a real thing. The eclipse hangover basically means that we are drained from the eclipse. Oftentimes people get sick right after eclipses. You might be feeling really tired or achy, just generally spent. Now, I really was, um, last year, toward the end of the eclipse season, I got hit hard. I got um, a sinus infection and my back spasmed and it was just one thing after the other and it all hit me when I was going on vacation and visiting friends. So this eclipse season I've been really, really mindful about giving myself space, giving myself time to rest and giving myself plenty of space in my schedule um, between the eclipses and any traveling I'm doing. Um, so this year, I don't feel like the eclipses were, hit me as physically hard as they did last year. Now, that could be the placement in my chart, but that also could be that I just prepared and gave myself a lot of time to take care of myself. So that is something to remember for future eclipse seasons because they do come twice a year. We can't escape them, and we know that our energy is going to get zapped by them. Um, so that... Last week, I didn't necessarily feel as excited and motivated as I anticipated feeling, or I shared with you the guys that I thought you would feel. I would love to hear how you feel. Please feel free to share with me. Um, but I now feel this week like that momentum is starting to get going again. And I think with this new moon, we're really going to start to feel so much better than um, we have been feeling for the past six weeks or so since we started this eclipse season. Um, okay, so let's go through the days of the week and the moons and what you can expect. So on Monday, um, we are going to have, we have, today's Monday. Today is Monday, Monday is moon day in astrology. So today the moon is in Cancer. It's home sign, which is always nice to have moon in Cancer on a Monday. It's a nice, slow, nurturing start to the week. Um, the only thing about the moon being in Cancer is that it is possibly dredging up some of the emotions that you had around the new moon uh, solar eclipse uh, about one month ago, right? So you might be feeling those things popping up today and tomorrow. If you do, just pay attention. You know, cancer is all about reflective energy going inward. So the sun in Leo is squaring Uranus today, which can make you um, a little accident prone. You know, it can bring um, 
sudden surprises or some sometimes upsetting news, more like surprising things you weren't expecting. Today, I randomly just like took a fall on the sidewalk in New York walking and there was there was no real reason. Like I was like, I don't even know how that happened. I was walking down the street listening to my podcast, Daily Pellegrino, my favorite podcaster, everything iconic. Check him out if you haven't. And um, if you like Bravo, if you don't like Bravo, don't check him out because you're not going to enjoy it. And um, I was listening to Danny Pellegrino and I'm walking and all of a sudden my foot just sort of went to the side and I spilled onto the floor and it was almost like slow motion. Like I, I knew it was happening and I was trying to stop myself, but I couldn't. So um, that was very Sun Square Uranus because Sun Square Uranus just, just catches us by surprise. That's what it does. If you're not being present, it'll catch you. Um, sun Square Uranus also can make us feel a little bit restless, a little bit like we want to take action, maybe prematurely. So if you can just control yourself, take a few deep breaths and get through the new moon before you start to take that action, I highly recommend it. So I know you might be feeling restless. You might want to open your mouth. You might want to do something um, that you're maybe don't have all the information about yet, then please just wait till that till the new moon comes. Um, it will be worth it. The other thing about this period is that Mercury is still retrograde and it's stationing on Wednesday. So, you know, give yourself. I had a lot of people write me and say, "Oh, I, I want to buy plane tickets or I want to sign this contract." If you can wait until. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, next Monday, great. If you can wait, do it because this is the thing. Mercury retrograde is most felt when it is stations. It's most felt at the beginning and the end. We're not going to be completely done because Mercury will be in its shadow period until August 15th, but the intensity of it will be gone by next week. Um, so it'll be much less intense. And then we'll also might still be receiving the information and messages, but mostly we'll get to start working on whatever we found out, okay? Um, with that said, today and tomorrow, Monday and Tuesday, the 29th and the 30th of July, we do have the moon in Cancer, and it's opposing um, those planets in Capricorn that we've been talking about all year, Saturn and Pluto and the South Node. So that is going to trigger a lot of the emotions, the feelings that you had back at the solar eclipse at the beginning of um, July. And you might also have a full circle aha moment of feeling like, oh, that thing I was trying to figure out back at the solar eclipse, it just dawned on me. It just, it just happened. I just got that information that I needed, or I just found out that thing, or I just figured this thing out that I've been mulling over. Um, so, you know, it was interesting. I was listening to one of my favorite astrologers, Anne Ortley. And if you don't listen to her podcast, you totally should. She's fantastic. Um, and she was talking about the Mueller report and how when the Mueller report first came out, it was Mercury retrograde. And then Mueller got called back to testify during Mercury retrograde. And so now come this Mercury station on Wednesday, and as Mercury starts to move through its post-shadow period and eventually completely free of this retrograde period, we'll find out what to do with that information. So um, if you're wondering why isn't Congress taking action on that information, I don't know. But astrologically, perhaps they will choose to take action on that information now that once Mercury goes 
uh, direct. Maybe, maybe Nancy Pelosi has an astrologer. Who knows? Okay. So Monday, we got the moon in Cancer. Tuesday, we've got the moon in Cancer. Again, you might have some aha moments, some information from the, the eclipse a month ago might come back to you. You might have that heavy feeling. That's okay. Just breathe through it. We're getting to that new moon. We're kicking out eclipse season soon. We're in the final stretch, okay? Um, Wednesday, we've got the new moon. It's at 11, 12 p.m. Again, Mercury is going to station direct at 11.58 p.m. But the moon in Leo is going to, the moon is going to be in Leo all day on Wednesday. So even though the new moon isn't until 11.12 p.m. Eastern time here um, where I am in New York, it's still, the moon's going to go into Leo at 9.18 a.m. So we're going to have that playful, fun moon in Leo energy. Um, this is the last day that you're going to see me doing the astro cast in this particular um, background because my last time doing it in this apartment because we're moving on Wednesday. And when we move on Wednesday, I'll have a new setup and we'll have to test that out and see what it looks like and check out what part of the apartment I'm going to do this in. But all of that is to say that the moon is going to be in Leo all day on Wednesday. So it's a great day to have some fun and make play out of whatever you're doing, even if it's hard work like moving, like I'm going to be doing. So if you, anything you can do to make Wednesday fun is going to pay off for you. Um, and then that night, of course, we're going to have the new moon. We're in this period of waning the moon so this is the time of releasing before the new moon comes and then I like to set my intention for the new moon after the new moon has hit because then you're in the waxing period of the moon all right but look at your chart to see where Leo lands but barring not that or not knowing what that is you know this is a great new moon to set some intentions around creativity um, playfulness, having a good time, finding your joy, all of those types of things are very Leo. Um, Thursday, the moon will be in Leo until 4.48 p.m. Eastern time, then it'll go void, of course, at the same time that it conjuncts Mars. So with that yod pointing to Mars all week, pointing to where we want to take action in our lives, where we want to move forward, the moon conjuncting Mars might give you an indication of where that is that you want to take action, of where that is that you want to move forward with something in your life. And remember, this isn't going to be the long to-do list of all your bucket list of everything you want to do in your life. This is one thing. Focus and find consistency. Leo likes consistent showing up. Leo likes to be um to stay the course with something. So I really recommend paying attention to what shows up for you on Thursday and notice what you gravitate to. You know, I recently finished the book Grit and there's a lot to be said for um, doing something that, ha that holds a lot of interest for you and then doing the hard work within something that holds interest for you. That's one of the parts of the book is that people um, show their grit when they actually do have a, an interest in something. So notice what piques your interest on Thursday. Um, Friday, the moon goes into Virgo. And so just like I said earlier, Virgo is so different than Leo and Cancer is so different than Leo. And Virgo is all about the hard work. So once you've identified what that thing is that you want to work hard on and focus on on Thursday, Friday, you can do some hard work with it. Um, Venus is also going to square Uranus on Friday, which will be make you very interested in new experiences. So if you can get out and do something new that you've not done before, 
on Thursday. That'll be great, especially if you're in a relationship or you're dating, go on a first date. Um, you know, Venus loves new things when it's when she squares Uranus. So try to find something new in your romantic life. It doesn't have to be a romantic life. You might just go out with a group of friends and do something that you don't normally do with them. Um, and then Saturday, we're going to have a T-square, and the moon and Jupiter and Neptune are going to form a T-square. That generally can make us a little bit restless. So we want to look at the release point of that T-square, which is going to be Gemini. So on Saturday, I recommend journaling, finding a confidant, a friend to talk through some stuff with. You might be feeling a little bit... Um, <sighs> You might have a lot of the stuff from the eclipse season coming up for you. Jupiter has been squaring Neptune all this year. They're in this dance together, this square, Jupiter and Neptune. And that's really um, forcing us to look at our dreams, forcing us to look at the things that we haven't looked at before, maybe forcing us to take note of um, secrets in our lives or people that have been keeping secrets from us. So if stuff comes up on Saturday, and I don't think this is a very intense um, aspect at all. But if stuff is coming up for you on Saturday, then find someone to talk it out with or journal it out with because the release point of that is Gemini and that means you have to communicate it. Um, and then Sunday the moon goes into Libra and that's going to be so nice because the sun is going to, when the moon goes into Libra, um, it will be making a nice aspect to Leo and that will be a lot um, more harmonious, which will be really nice. And uh, Leo loves to have fun and Libra loves to be in relationships. So find some people to spend the day with on Sunday. Um, that's all I've got for you this week. That's the essential astrocast for the week. I'm going to have my new moon um, broadcast up for my Patreon members. So if you're new to this broadcast, uh, you might not know that I have a Patreon page. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash Veronica Peretti. And if you join on Patreon, it's $25 a month, and you will get a new moon and a full moon broadcast each month, in addition to these weekly broadcasts, which you will be helping me uh, do the research for, and you'll be supporting these broadcasts. And you will also, uh, even and if you want to join at the $10 level, you'll get occasional chart readings for celebrities and politicians and people in the public eye, because I love bringing those. But really, the best bang for your buck is doing the $25 a month and getting the new moon and the full moon broadcasts. So the new moon broadcast, I'm hoping to have up tomorrow for my Patreon members so that you guys can start listening to it and start setting your intentions for the new moon on Wednesday. And as I said, I like to do my new moon intentions after the new moon has officially hit, because then we are in the waxing phase of the moon cycle. So I hope that's helpful. You always can send me comments. You can always send me questions. You can DM me on Instagram. You can message me on Facebook. Um, you can just email me. Uh, head over to veronicapretty.com slash astrology if you want to book a reading. And I will see you next week.